Hey everybody, this is Presto. Corporal Nossage. And you are listening to episode 30 of the Nintendads podcast. The Sweetheart episode. This is our Valentine's Day episode. It's that time. It's that time. That Valentine's. Um, so on today's on today's episode, we are gonna talk uh, co-op, cuddly co-op games for couples. They're not all cuddly, but we're talking we're talking ten or eleven. See how many it shakes out to ten or eleven top co-op games for you and your honey boo to play. Honey boo boo. Some of which will draw you closer into each other's lives, some of which may immediately end your relationship, depending on how good you are at co-op games. <laughs> um, but first, the news. Um, there's not... It's kind of a slow news... Yeah. Slow news week here. Um, the biggest news for me in my, in my life personally is if you listen to our last episode, you know we were pretty salty... That we picked up Scott Pilgrim, we tried to screen so stream Scott salty. Pilgrim, and I refused to play it until they fixed the multiplayer, and then saltier than the ocean, saltier than the salt that I poured all over my stairs three times today because we got hit <laughs> with a snowstorm. Um, yeah, you Scott know Pilgrim, what I didn't get hit with today. Me, um, but you're 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 getting there. T-shirt. <laughs> Sweater. Um, so, yeah, Scott Pilgrim Online Multiplayer was totally non-functional, but it it appears that they fixed it. Um, a patch went through. Me and Wolf by Trade played through the first two levels the other night without incident. Not you one. actually were able to get to the second level? Yes! Yes! Nice! So you know what we're going to be streaming now. Oh, I know what we're going to be streaming. streaming. And that's that's yes. perfect. Streaming Scott Pilgrim, a love story, as we roll through the middle of February. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. Um, yeah, definitely. We're definitely going to be streaming that uh, for the next couple Friday nights. It's date night. It's date, date night, night now. <laughs> date night with the Nintendads. Oh, that's going to be the title of the stream. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so if you were holding your breath for Scott Pilgrim to get fixed... It's fixed. Go get it. It's awesome. Breathe. I can finally sing its praises. Um, other than that, now this this next piece of news makes me, it brings back the salt that was removed. <laughs> so I, this just came out today. This is, we're recording this. We record these like a week before they go out. So it's February 1st. And I read that Nintendo is replacing its multiplayer servers. So they have an online server system for all their multiplayer games. And they are replacing it. And actually, the first game that they tested the new server with was Monster Hunter Rise. Okay. That was the test. That was the test run. They didn't tell anybody. Demo. So the reason I'm salty, you're like, presto, what could you possibly be salty about? You're getting new servers. They have been using the old multiplayer servers for 18 years. For 18 years. Which means Splatoon, Splatoon 2. Splatoon 1 and 2 were running on the same servers. And in this article, they mentioned that there is, there is code in Splatoon that checks for Windows 98. I don't know why, but it's it, it, there's code in Splatoon on for the multiplayer servers that scans for Windows 98. I think it's it's probably like a server side thing because it's not for PC, obviously. But that's how old we're talking about. Yeah, and that explains so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it explains so much. Um, think about the strides in technology that has happened since when windows 98 first came out like wow i don't know i would i would take windows 98 over like many other (laughs) editions of windows that have come out since then well that's also because we were able to manipulate 98 the way we wanted to yeah that's true it was more modifiable 
Anyway, yeah. these new servers are going to be rolling out slowly over time. Don't expect any big new features. They're basically going to try and seamlessly roll this new server out um, or servers out uh, as kind of like the base. And then after everything is rolled out smooth, it's running, there's been no fires, um, they're going to start to then build new functionality, which, oh my God, maybe we'll actually be able to send each other Voice. messages online or voice chat in game <gasps> instead of having to it the more you think about it the more things that you're like why do i have to use my phone and download an app why can't i just do it through the online multiplayer oh yeah because the online multiplayer is older than most of the damn kids using it <laughs> running on windows 98 <laughs> anyway with that with that heartbreak news piece over in other news oh, remember Remember, remember the fifth of November. Fifth of You're in the wrong part of the year. <laughs> That's what Mario All Stars or All Stars, whatever they the triple bundle was called, not All Stars. Uh, oh, uh, Mario three D three D All Stars. Three D All Stars. Three yeah, yeah. D All Stars. Sorry, it's it's its release is ending soon. I forgot about that. You're it's right. It's so off the dumb. Soon. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's, it. that's so, why I forgot because my brain is like, no. Stupid. <laughs> for all those who are trying to get their hands on it, as a general rule, Walmart tends to have games $10 cheaper. Yes. So you can get it for 50 versus 60 Just And then you can sell it for 150 a year from now when exactly. you can't get it anywhere. <laughs> um, so... Oh yeah, and then Mar. Well, we'll have more episodes to remind people that things are going away. But Mario Thirty Five is going away in March. Yep. But we're it's only February first. We got time. We got time. To, I got plenty of time left to not play that game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, now onwards to the mushy stuff. Mush. All right, so it's a romantic, let's say, snowy weekend. It's just you and your significant other. And y'all want to play some games. What to play, what to play. Well, my fellow my fellow Nintendads, Nintendo moms, romantics everywhere. This is our top ten games for couples. We did we did a, a small section on this last year. Last year for Valentine's Day, I actually looked at it before we got ready, and we did the best games couch co-op games so i mean most games haven't changed much in the yeah. course of a but this year this is a new list this is a new list yeah so some new ones some returning ones some ones that weren't in the in the lineup next, some last year upgraded ones maybe? oh maybe a sequel or two or two anyway the first one was out last year but we didn't cover it because i'd never heard of it really or played it it's snipper clips Snipper Clips. Um, it's a it's an interesting puzzle game that is designed to be done uh, couch co op with two Joy Cons and okay your Snipper Clips. So it's like paper craft sort of thing. So you go and you have to reach the flag up here, and then you cut out a shape and you stack it, and then the other Snipper Clip cuts out a shape and you stack it, and it's got some physics stuff. You climb up and get it. It's good if you like collaborative, like, puzzle-solving games. It's not working action. Working together. Yeah, if you like working together, if you like figuring things out together. Um, there was if trying to, if, if you If you do crossword puzzles with your significant other, you will like Snipper Clips. There was one other game that was very similar to that, that me and Little Red used to play all of the time. That was like a puzzle type game. Ah, you know what? I think it was on Xbox though. Boo! They were, <laughs> it was uh, these little green people, and like you can keep finding like multiples of them, and you have to hit a trigger button to switch to one of the other ones. And you needed each one had like a different ability or a different power, and you could support each other in order to complete the puzzle. Pikmin. It's interesting. Pikmin. It's called Pikmin. Pikmin. No, it's one Pikmin, but. Pikmin has the same concept. Anyway, so Snipper Clips is number one. That 
That is on Nintendo. In the exact opposite direction, Corporal, what is the next game on our list? <laughs> Cute, lovable, supporting one another, kind, cuddly, adorable, nice things is not where you go to hell to kill demons. <laughs> uh, Diablo Internal, the hardcore shooting game. like Not shooting the- game, action rpg eh, it's not a RPG. shooter it's not a, like a a first person shooter no it's but, it's a it's a dungeon crawler through and yeah, through. yeah it's yeah yeah it's still I, okay sure it's a yes it's a dungeon crawler through and through but i mean what can you not enjoy about killing demons in hell it's a it's a grind game. Like we've played it. We actually need to play yeah. it more. We we should we stream should that. Stream that. Yeah. yeah. But it's a grind. It's a looter. It's fun. You have to I, like I mean, it. You have to like that style. You have of to game. like dungeon crawls. You have to like games where you grind in order to level up and progress. Yeah. Um. Not everybody wants to do repetitive things, so I can understand why it's not the greatest. But if you want something that's co-op, and you want something that's darker. For the the dark side of it. Yes, have a pour yourself a glass of red wine, like pretend you're a sultry vampire with your partner and put the the horned kill some demons on. (laughs) Maybe take out the handcuffs. I don't know what you're into. Gosh. It's hard (laughs) to play games with handcuffs on, Corporal (laughs) Jeez. Um, I don't know. I don't the know. next you, game. Do you know about that? The next game. <laughs> moving on to the next game. Even darker than Diablo, actually. This is probably the most adult-like game on our list. It's Puyo Puyo Tetris. <laughs> the <laughs> cutest puzzle game you'll ever play in your life. Um, it's Puyo Puyo Tetris. <sighs> if you've never played Puyo Puyo Tetris, it's a puzzle game. It's like Puyo Puyo, which is like where you match the shapes and stuff, and then Tetris. So if you like puzzle games, you'll probably like that. Is it... F- no, it's not free, right? I think it's it's cheap. It's, it's yeah. one of the more affordable titles cheap. on our list. Um, so, but again, it's a puzzle, puzzle game. It's repetitive. Watch out for that repetitive stress syndrome that I was talking about <laughs> on the last episode. Um, so that's a good puzzle one. The next one is one that is near and dear to my heart. Before we recorded this, I asked my wife, I said, what is, and she's not a big gamer, I said, what is, the f- what is your favorite game that we've ever played together? And without hesitation, she said, Minecraft. I was about to say, the amount of times I have played with your wife. Yeah, ever, because we had the server. <laughs> we had the server for so long. We yeah. had like, yeah, but Minecraft is the best-selling game of all time for a reason. It's fantastic. Surprisingly enough, it's the one game I can't get Lady Sage into. How <laughs> much has she played it, though, really? It, she's watched me play it that hundreds doesn't, of hours. That doesn't count. Watching <laughs> Minecraft sucks. It's, I don't know how any... I don't know how there's any Minecraft streamers. I never so, would want to play ever watch somebody else play Minecraft. I spent an entire year watching Hermitcraft, which is a YouTube series of 12 guys who play on the same server Okay. Together. That was entertaining. When you're watching somebody who's building something insane, like, oh, we're what recreating, we're recreating like, New York City block for block. That's this interesting. Was, this was 12 individual games happening on the exact same server. And that they somehow interacted with each other. They made a barter system and a currency system. So, like, there was a, the shopping center. You get to build your shop and people could come in and buy things from you. And then you'd use the coins or the diamonds to go buy things from other so you people. It's a mini MMO. And, yeah, Minecraft. it was. It straight was. But it was 12 people who were all playing together. Hermitcraft yeah. on YouTube. They're on, like, season 12 now. Shoutouts out. to Hermitcraft. But I think, I think that's why Minecraft has such appeal, right? Because there's so many oh, different yeah. ways you can play it. If you... Just want like a stress-free, no no pressure thing. You guys can pop into creative. You can build whatever you want. You can be artistic. You can build, you know, buildings. Recreate your house. Yeah. 
Recreate the house that you own, but the changes you're going to make My to it. My wife has <laughs> planned gardens using Minecraft. It's very <laughs> difficult to get an exact scale model yeah. going, but yeah. Um, and if I, I would play Minecraft so much more if I still had a working VR headset. Because playing Minecraft in VR, I've tried it. I've tried it, and it's a different game. It is, it is a different game. It is the scariest horror game you have ever played in your life. I promise you. Creepers and skeletons and spiders. It's terrifying. Right? When you're in VR and you're going into a dungeon. And I you're, can, I... What was that? Yeah, <laughs> it's scary. But yeah, Minecraft, you can play survival. You can play multiplayer. You can play. Like, there's just so many different ways to play it. It is a perfect game to play with your spouse if you have the capacity to do so uh which on switch you just need two controllers and you can play a local multiplayer so and if you and your boo live in separate homes uh you haven't made that step yet um you can or maybe it's somebody's in the military or yeah you know you can play you, you can play online you can have your own little world together leave each other cute little notes maybe a trap <laughs> With like TNT and a switch plate, don't tell them. Don't tell them you learned that on this show. Anyway, Corporal, what's the next game related? Similar. Similar. Why? Why? There's a theme going on here. I keep getting the dark dungeon games. I think maybe. What does that say about you? <laughs> what does that say about you? Minecraft Dungeons is by far, I think, the best dungeon crawler i've played in a long time it's only because you haven't really gotten into diablo uh, maybe maybe because i mean but i enjoy diablo's content is above and beyond second to none but i think i resonate personally with minecraft dungeons more it's more approachable it's, it's yeah because it's simplicity so there's that but minecraft dungeon goes like this it goes up and up and up and then it just stops it just stops and it's just like where's the rest of it and it's like oh it's the dlc and you buy the dlc and then it goes for a second and then it stops again and you're like um, yeah. but that's only if you burn through it like a crazy person like we do like we did <laughs> but if you play it casually it's very it's very fun it's very similar to diablo it's diablo light <laughs> yeah diet diet diablo Artificial Diablo. The next game on the list, though, is... Is a true every, love story. Yeah, timeless. Every romantic's dream. In the high fantasy land of Toronto, fall Canada. Fall in love with a boy who decides that you should not have anyone else in your life. All of your past relationships are evil, and they must be destroyed. <laughs> Much like my, my viewpoint. You have an ex, you gotta kill him off. <laughs> No, you don't kill him. You make your spouse kill him off. Anyway, for those of you thoroughly confused now, it's Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. We can finally recommend this game because yeah. it, it we can actually finally play it. The multiplayer <laughs> works. Work Go now. figure. You have to release games that have the functions that you advertise them with. For a game that is five or ten years old or what have you. Like... But it works now. <laughs> it works now, yes. We're done taking jabs at Scott yes. Pilgrim. I have to say, though, like, it's a... I love, love the art style of this game. It's a super retro. I, super retro, side-scroller, beat-em-up, reminiscent of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Simpsons. Mortal Kombat. Not Mortal Kombat. Um, Streets of Rage? Oh, my God. Yes. Sorry. Not Mortal Kombat. People hitting each other. Yeah, it's all the same thing. <clears throat> but it is a beautiful game. It's got an interesting storyline to it, which is what I'm all about. It's got multiplayer, which is what you're all about. So, and it it's it's the perfect pairing, right? You could have a Scott Pilgrim date weekend where one night you watch the Scott Pilgrim movie, and then mm -hmm. the next night maybe you read the graphic novels that the movie is based off of, and then you wrap up the weekend by playing. A couple hours of Scott Pilgrim, the game, completed. And then on Monday, you call out of work and you hunt down her exes and you <laughs> beat them up. 
<laughs> um, uh, a word of warning: this game ain't easy. It's no. not. It's not easy. It starts. It's interesting because it starts out hard because it has RPG elements in it, and you level up and you get new abilities and you get stronger. But like, like the first and second level kind of hits you like a brick wall. And then after you level up a couple times and you get some stuff, then it gets easier. And then it slowly gets, it goes like this. It's like, it's like hard starts to get easier, 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 harder, harder, harder. And then you can crank up the difficulty for the challenge and it gets redonkulous. But you're going to, you're going to see, you're going to see how redonkulous it gets because we're going to stream it. We're going to stream every level. I hope we can get that far. Die. Anybody who watched my Monster Hunter live stream. The way I destroyed in the beginning and then died at the end, very similar. Very similar to when you <laughs> when you stream Scott Pilgrim too. <laughs> true, it's true. I tried. I tried so hard. We'll get him. We'll get him. Now that we have functional multiplayer, we'll get we'll get Matthew Patel. There you go. Take him Patel down. needs to go down. Um, this next game is kind of a cheat. Cheating. It's a cheat. So you got those those couples out there who like the puzzle games, like the board games. They like the card games, like the physical tactileness of the games. Board games. Maybe this is you want to take it to the digital realm. You want to I've considered. I've considered getting this. Um, yeah, because we so vacation in the mountains, and we have no Wi-Fi, no internet. Um, but there is a game called Clubhouse Games, and it is 51 classic games from backgammon to checkers to to chess to that Chinese one that I don't know how to pronounce. <laughs> Chinese checkers? No, not Chinese. It does have Chinese checkers, but I'm talking about... The beads? Meng Yang. They have like the little tiles that have different like symbols on them. And it's like oh, a strategy game. I've only ever played that in digital form. Well, it's it's in there. It's in there. <laughs> Everything's in there. Every like classic board game is in this thing. And it's meant to be played on the Switch. Specifically in tablet mode. Or in handheld mode. Where you go like... Like, it's cool. It's a really cool... It's a really cool setup. If you're into those kinds of things. Also... If you've seen Queen's Gambit and you suddenly decide you love chess, this is a good option. Try out some chess. Although totally. I'd have to see, just get a physical chess board. They're like two dollars at your yeah. local drugstore. Or you, you can do what I do and go to different customers' houses for your job and then find a chess piece and comment on how absolutely beautiful it is. And then she's like, you can just have it. And then you come to find out it's a $200 custom marble piece from Africa. So that's cool. And then you sell it and you, then you can buy clubhouse games. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man. The next, the next game on our list is also kind of a cheat. It's kind so, of, it's not one game. Is, I had to put it on, on there. It's on the list and it deserves to be there as co-op options. But I can tell you that the Nintendo online service needs to do better. It's weak. weak. Struggling. It's weak. <laughs> Need to do some push-ups, bro. Um, so if you, yeah, if you have the Nintendo online service, you have access to the NES and SNES library, which I think has a hundred and. 60 games now a lot of big big old air quotes around 160 games because it's like oh yoshi's island yoshi's island the japanese version like a lot of them are just basically the same game in different editions uh but they're the same european release the beta release yeah and so but there are some good games in there some of the classics that you have to respect as fun options to play my number one pick. Well, actually, my number one pick would probably be Super Mario World because I love that game. It's like my favorite, one of my favorite Mario games. But Kirby Superstars, Kirby Superstars has 
co-op. Co-op! It's great. It's fantastic. It's for light. You, it's fun. For you and the mushy mushy to sit down and suck on big monsters in the game. Which <laughs> which game are you talking about? <laughs> Kirby Superstars. <laughs> um yeah but there's Not some really. there's some good ones in there there's the old mario karts there's the all the old marios there's some retro classics just go go play around i think you can even sort by the ones that have multiplayer yeah so fun next game i have i this is a game from the original list from when i did our we did our valentine's day episode last year and we had talked about this game it's called overcooked but this is a new year, and this is the next game. Overcooked 2. Just desserts. <laughs> no, that's this not that's not the name of the game. Actually has a lot more challenges. Overcooked, you play as a character, and you're the onion, he's King Onion, has came to you to tell you that the future is destroyed because of an evil dish that has came alive and destroyed the world. And he sends you back in time to learn your skills as a chef so that you can defeat this evil dish in the future. I had and, no idea that there was a story behind Overcooked. Oh, yeah. I thought it was just like, hey, you're in a kitchen, make stuff. No, 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 no. There's a there's a <laughs> true like time travel like loop going what? on. What? I had yeah. no idea Overcooked. It's, was like deep <laughs> science fiction. Yeah. How did I miss and that? Then, and then uh, I think it was for free or maybe it was a very minimal charge. But even during the holidays, um, both Overcooked and Overcooked 2 had a Halloween and had a Christmas edition where uh, he, you, he would suck you back to the original timeline and tell you that you needed to learn a special skill and then send you off to the holiday season. Where you had to go like through the North Pole and get to Santa's uh, castle and cook like all these crazy candy cane dishes and like then brought you back and like you had to attack the uh, the onion monster or the, the the evil dish monster. It's actually pretty interesting. That is, like, I honestly had no clue. I've never heard they, of any of this. Overcooked too. They've increased the character selection. So as you play the game, you can unlock other characters. So you like. You can start off as the lion, but like maybe you can become a panda. Maybe you become a whale in a wheelchair. Like there's all these different chefs that you can choose from. Are they all animals? Yes, they're all some very like. Is that have some, to, does that have anything to do with the story, or just just like it's just there are some humans, but there are also some humanoid animals. This game is way weirder than I thought it was. I thought it was just about like cooking, but now it's about like there's there's different chefs that are humans, and they're different like colors and disabilities. Please not tell disabilities. me there's an octopus. Like, I don't with, know. Like... I just know that the the main king is an onion, and he's got scallion dogs. So we got anthropomorphic food, <laughs> humanoid animals. Some yes. basic, basic time traveling humans. And the whole concept is that you and your partner are two chefs in a kitchen. And time because traveling. Of the, because of the way that the kitchen is set up by the world's worst architect, you are trapped on opposite sides. So, like, you can do some of the dish and maybe wash the dishes, where you can finish the dish and then send it out to the, the dining floor. And you have to work together to gather the ingredients and chop and sear and do all these other things and send it out. Now, I've been warned about this game. Some call it a rela the relationship ender or relationship it's, ending simulator. If you have this are triggered, if you are triggered easily or have really bad stress-induced time management problems, this game will send you into a tizzy. Just warning you. But oh, I still think Overcooked is brilliant. There's what do you like better, Overcooked 1 or 2? Or have you played both? I've played both. I own both. Um, Overcooked 2 has a lot more action in it and a lot more diversity, a lot more different dishes, and a lot more characters. So naturally, the second one is better. But there's something... Well, Splatoon, Splatoon 1 and Splatoon 2. Yeah. 
but I, Overcooked One, I feel like because it's what I was first introduced to, it has that affinity for me. But there's also a mobile phone game that you can download. Um, it's called Family Style. It's free. Oh it's yeah, you made you made me download this. You actually it's the made me download this. Same it's pretty fun. Is Overcooked. Except exactly. no time travel or weird animals. It's just yeah, cooking. It's, it's just like I I have access to the chopping board. You have access to the broiler. And food comes at you like, I need these onions chopped. And you swipe them and it goes to your partner. And you can have up to like eight people playing together at once. If you're trying to play not in the same physical space, it's it very very confusing very quickly yes. <laughs> yeah it's better if you're playing the same physical space that's why it's good with your partner yeah um next is mario kart mario kart 8 this I'm game hungry. has been around forever you know what it is also potentially a relationship ender mario kart 8 has been around since like the nintendo Wii. it's i feel like every other episode we remind people that mario kart 8 <laughs> is a is a six or eight-year-old Wii U port. Yeah. Uh, if they ever create a new Mario Kart game... It's coming. It's, it's coming. It's rumored. Listen to our rumor. last episode. There was rumors. There's rumors. But once it does come out, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, What do you mean you're going to do? You're going to buy I'm it, so and you're going to play it for the rest of your life, just like Mario Kart 8. <laughs> I'm so used to just playing Mario Kart 8, and, like, I would know the map so well. They throw a new Mario Kart at me, I'm going to be lost. I know, I'm finally going to have a fighting chance. <laughs> anyway. I'm drive around backwards somewhere. Mario Kart 8. You know what it is. We don't even need to say anything about it. It's Mario Kart. The last one, I'm going to let you talk about because this is your baby. I am madly in love with this game. This like, game makes his fiance jealous. <laughs> there is... I, I'm literally going to pull it up as soon as I find it. I'm it afraid... Is. So this game is called Castle Crashers. It has been around for a long time. We've talked about it's it an, on the show. Oh, several times. It is a... Oh, there's a download for it. There's an update. Oh, what? I, I'm having to update. An update? <laughs> this game's like 12 yeah. years old. What do you mean an update? <laughs> they add a new color or something? What the hell? I don't... So this is a side-scrolling... Uh, button mashing it's a beat em up style. it's pretty, it's yeah, similar to, to scott pilgrim in that way so I guess. you are a knight in a castle and the king's magical crystal was stealing from his throne as well as his four daughters the princesses and your job is to rescue the princesses and defeat all of the bad guys it's not just one there's like 12 and each world has a main bad guy and minions that go along with them. And you have to collect like pieces of a ship and a compass and like different things in order to build or get the tools needed to go to the next world and so on and so forth. Um, but the thing that I like about it is that each knight that you can choose from has different abilities. And there's like... 200 different knights that you can choose from or seven there's like a hundred different knights that you can choose from and the each as you level up will different you know weapon abilities different magic abilities there is one particular knight and i'm gonna see if i can show it to you i don't know if my camera will focus in on it it's so no. weighted out oh wait oh, back up a little bit oh oh the oh. love knight or the gray knight no the love knight right there it <laughs> Her ability is like kisses and rainbows, so it fits well with the Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Val the heart holiday, <laughs> and the candy Hallmark uh, holiday. Yeah, Valentine's Day holiday, and it is. I think Castle Crashers is one of those games that everyone should have. Just for when, like, you don't know what to play, let's play this and grind through. And I like it because it has... I'm come to realizing that I really like RPG. I don't like RPGs 
per se. I don't like 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 Final Fantasies typically, except Seven. It's like one of the greatest games. But I like games. I like action games with RPG elements, and that's similar to Scott Pilgrim. That's what this has. So you have your knight. You do the things. You learn the combos, and then you level up. And you have, like, strength, speed, defense, health, magic. And every time you level up, you get points, and you can put them into whatever category you want. So, so if you want to be super speedy or super strong... I like... The, so the first the first time me and Corporal played this, we're playing. And you can see, when you level up, you can see the other person assigning their points. And oh, Corporal yeah. levels up. And he goes, he goes, dink, 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 dink. And I'm like, oh. And he's like, yeah, I like to have a really well, like well-rounded night. And then he goes, but how do you distribute your points? And then I level up. And my literally every single one of my points that I've gotten, I just put into magic. And it's just like, boom. And he's like, what? What are you doing? And I'm like, I'm nuking everybody. Just play the ice night. There's different, like you can do an upward magic, which bursts you up. You can do a forward magic, which you can launch out or rain down. And then there's like the side magic buttons and like there's a lot of different options. And there's cute little fuzzy animals that are in the world. They're called orbs. And the orbs, little creatures, will give you special power-ups. Oh, so like, yeah, you can give them as pets. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you can get like the lizard orb and he lets you walk through water faster or the owl orb and he'll find fruit in the trees and bring you food so you can level or heal yourself. You and really all have you... to play this game a lot. I think I have one pet. I've played it for hours. I only have one pet. I have all of the pets. They're really hidden. They're really hidden yeah. in these levels. You really have to. At one to point, I because I played on the Xbox when it first came out and somebody had hacked the original Xbox 360 and I have a two hundred, a level two hundred and fifty-six uh, necromancer, and oh, there's a necromancer. I don't have any of these cool things unlocked. We'll have to play it more, maybe. <laughs> he is awesome. Like you can, one of his magic abilities is to rain down the skulls of his enemy. See, now we're just playing Diablo again. <laughs> anyway. That um, is so. Wait, what's this? What's this? Couch games of love. Couch games of love. It's a note that I have in our show notes. So I wanted to bring up two other games. They aren't necessarily co-op games, but I think they are two of the best. Sitting on the couch, watching your partner or your gamer play the game. So. The first one is called Gone Home. Now, I do not want to spoil the game, but it presents itself as a horror game. But I promise you it's a love story. Just, you'll figure things out. I'm not saying anything else. But it is a great game. You're, you are the older sister of a, in a family who has came home from her Europe college trip and you're supposed to have your parents pick you up from the airport, but they didn't. You, the game opens with you on the front porch with a note taped to the door from one of your family members saying, sorry, we're not here for you. And like you've got to find a hidden key to unlock your front door and go into this empty house and walk throughout the house and kind of discover and figure out what has happened to your family and where everybody is. It's a very interesting game, very story driven, beautifully well done. Spooky, you, a little spooky, a little spooky. Keep you close. If you speed run it, you can probably beat the game in like seven minutes. Or what? Take, uh, it's it's a little little indie game. It's an indie game, but if you take your time to actually explore and follow the storyline, you it'll probably take you about two hours. So it's like a movie. Okay, so okay, I like it. If, I've played the game several times. Two of the times I played it in the story mode, and then the other times I wanted to speed run it. So, like my speed runs were done later on. So, it's it's interesting. There's one other game that I want to throw out there, and it's a new, not a new game, but it's a game that's new to me. Um, it has a very strong love story in it. There's some decision-based choices that make to help unravel the story. And it's a very interesting story. Um, it's 
kind of a love lost, love found kind of story. Uh, and it's called Firewatch. <laughs> Firewatch? Firewatch. I thought that game was about watching out for fires. For fires. You play as a, Henry? Is his name Henry? And he, for circumstances I will not explain, sh- ends up taking a job posting in like the Colorado Valley on top of a firewatch tower for the summer to watch out for forest fires. And the story unfolds throughout the summer of what happens to And him. he meets a bear named Smokey, and they Smoke. bond over their shared interest of preventing forest fires. Only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> By embracing your sensitive side. <laughs> what about Yogi Bear? Hey, boo-boo. Thief. It's a thief. It's a, a criminal. Thief. You're talking about public servant, bear, criminal bear. <laughs> They're both in the forest, and Firewatch, you can look out for them. Oh, my God. Anyway, <sighs> that is our that is our romantical, our romantical games and our top games for couples. Let us know if you have any, like, because some couples have, like, games that's, like, their game. Like, me and my wife's game is, like, Minecraft. Like, that's our go-to game that we play together. Me and Lady Sage love to play Skyrim. She has played Skyrim more play than Sky- any Well, you person. can't play Skyrim together. No, but she she has played Skyrim more than anybody I've ever known. And she's actually good at it. So she likes to watch me fail and, like, stumble through and, like, I will get lost, like, picking up flowers and, like, doing the alchemy thing. And she's like, just go kill the guy. <laughs> it's not Breath of the Wild. Stay on task. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this last little section, is it a side quest? Would you classify this as a side quest? It's a side quest. You don't know about it. So it's a side quest. All right. Hit me with the side quest, the questionable side quest. It's a very questionable side quest. You know what my question is? Hmm. You cannot talk about romance games without talking about dating sims. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Dating sims. I'm talking about those games where you play as the unsuspecting new college male who shows up at the local library and finds five quirky different females who are reading books in the library and you get to talk to them and figure out which one you want to pursue. Horrible, disgusting, perverted games that are made just for... Lonely Japanese men. Yeah. And to be clear, the Nintendo Switch has an extremely large library of dating sims so my and and you can't scroll through the eShop on nintendo without stumbling across one or two yeah we have we've talked about them they've they're in there you'll see them you'll trip right over them my question my side quest for you this is an actual quest is that we as nintendads our quest is to play a dating sim. Which dating sim would you want to play? Do you have one in mind? Have you had an experience with this? Funny enough. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) uh, There are some very light, but they're there. There is dating sim elements in Hades. Really? Yes. So you have throughout the throughout the game you get boons and you get things from different different gods and goddesses um but you also as you defeat the bosses you get these things and they're hard to get um you get these things called ambrosia which is like these like amazing vials of delicious nectar of the gods and they're really hard to get um and you can give them as gifts to this like huge array of of characters and some of the characters will when you give them ambrosia they'll give you a trinket in return 
But some of the characters, if you give them enough ambrosia and you continuously interact with them, you will form a romantic relationship with them. And So this kind of <laughs> sounds like, because I've played a lot of Mass Effect in my day, and you can, you can flirt with different characters in Mass Effect, and the more story progression and conversations you have, you can romance them, date them, and ultimately sleep with them. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't gotten that far in Hades. I don't know if you can do that. I honestly don't. I mean, you're in hell. Like, I'm sure you do the naughty. Oh, yeah. Um, actually, one of the one of the characters you can romance is one of the bosses <laughs> that you have to fight over and speaking, over again. Speaking of one of the bosses, I just learned something. In... Cuphead, there is a a awkward onion who, if you do not attack him, he will go away. Really? He does not attack unless he is attacked first. So if you go up to the onion and you just stand there and don't attack him, he'll become calm and then he'll go away. That's amazing. I, I just learned this the other day. That's Sorry. I've never played Cuphead, so I have no... The, Cuphead is one of the hardest video games I've ever played. I know. Played. <laughs> and the hardest thing to do is to not attack the giant. Not attack the onion. onion. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Hades Hades has some romance elements. Um, cyberpunk. Cyberpunk oh, yeah. has some serious romance elements. You can romance like multiple characters across multiple genders and like orientations. And it's not, it's not simple either. You have to, because there's a million different missions in Cyberpunk. You have to not only go and meet these characters, which I think all of them that you can romance, you at least meet once. So you have to, you have to go along quest lines where you meet them. Then you have to do extra quests that either involve them or are for them. You have to do like probably four or five quests involved with them. And in those quests, you have to take specific actions for them to be romantically involved with you. And if you mess up, then they're not going to go for it. So it's very, and I mean, they're not, they're not so obscure that you're not going to figure them out. Like the number of the Pan Am, if you've played cyberpunk or you've know anything about cyberpunk, you know, Pan Am is the best character ever that you can romance and probably one of the best characters in the game. Um, but like she'll be in an argument with somebody and she'll ask you to back her up and you have dialogue options to either be neutral, you know, say, oh, no, he's got a point or you can back her up. So it's like it's to me, it's pretty obvious what you need to choose to like advanced advance the romance options um but she's interesting looking she's the best she's the best her character is so funny and like quirky and just she's she's such a well-written npc okay the more and more i hear about this game the more and more i want to buy it i mean you should wait until they fix it <laughs> And it's yeah. on sale for actually you probably should have they did have a deal on it where it was like fifty percent off. Like the guilt the guilt discount. It's <laughs> I mean it's gonna go it's gonna go on stupid sale because they know that they messed up, so Yeah. But yeah, Cyberpunk and Hades, two not dating sim games that have a surprising amount of dating sim elements. Okay. But if you want to play the game where you have to romance your weaponry <laughs> I know that's one you're particularly interested in because you brought it up more than a couple times on the show. Uh, yeah, you can find different swords mm. and they represent no. men. The one that I want to play, if you put a gun to my head and you force me to play a legit real dating sim, I would play the one about the coffee house. There's one coffee. there's one on the switch. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna search this up. There's one on the switch where it's a coffee house. Um, interesting I like coffee 
dating sim coffee house is probably the wrong thing to put in the group. It is. It's called Coffee Talk, and it's for the Switch. Okay. So, at one point, we will play a dating sim. This will probably be the one we play. Why are half the people in the dating sim like... There's like elves and people with horns... Oh, it's it's a fantasy. I, now that you've mentioned it, but I it's remember. a fantasy. But it's like in a Starbucks. Have you seen uh, the TikTok guy who has a inter teleportal coffee shop? Hi, welcome to Quincy's Tavern. What can I help you with today? <laughs> yes, I love Quincy. I love Quincy's Tavern. I love him. <laughs> That's so. That is so funny that you. It's Lady Sage's favorite place to look. Oh my you know, god! Go grab a cup of tea. Quincy's Tavern is amazing. <laughs> Shout out to Quincy if you're listening. You're not listening. Respect. What am I kidding? Yeah. Oh, you've got your you've got your own live stream. On He's got Twitch. a tavern to run on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> you you don't listen to us. <laughs> anyway, that's our show. We're glad that you that you came what along you with thinking, us, bro? huh? What you drinking? Oh, I got, I got. I need to, so hold on, before you, you go any further, I picked up these Coppertail beers. They're a local brewery here in Florida. Oh my this God, you're drinking a local brewery? No. I'm so I impressed. Look at you having taste in beer. I, I, I'm usually the Budweiser guy. It's not Sam Adams. Holy crap. So this is unholy. Ooh, that looks good. Really cool. And this is Night Swim. So Unholy Night Swim. Unholy Night Swim. This one is a porter. And this one's an American Triple Ale. That's the one I'm drinking tonight is the American Triple Ale. Um, I got got, uh, Caffeination. Uh, I've been drinking a lot of uh, cold brews. The stock S T O K, extra bold cold brew, unsweetened. I've been jamming on lately. I got my, right. so that's caffeination. I got hydration. This is a hundred percent water. <laughs> and then I have my inebriation, uh, which we're having a little flying fish brewery. Flying um, fish brewery, okay. Flying fish. I forget where they're based out of. I think they're kind of local to here. Are they in Pennsylvania? Where they're in the they? Oh, no, they're New Jersey. Area. They are New Jersey. Check that um, out. And uh, I, got their, I got their mixed. I think this was like a, a fall thing, but uh, I got the raspberry, raspberry beret, raspberry wheat. But Flying okay. Fish makes a whole bunch of good stuff. A lot of good fruit, fruit beers that aren't like crazy out of control fruit stuff. So... That's what I'm drinking. All right. Um, yeah. So that was our show. I kind of want to play Undercooked now. Undercooked. Overcooked. 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 I want to play Overcooked, but I am. I mean, I am hesitant because they say you should never fall in love with a pastry chef because they are sure Why? to desert you. <laughs> <coughs> It's bound to be it's bound to be a bittersweet relationship. Knock knock. Who's there? Olive. Olive who? Olive you. Alright, that's the end of this episode. Follow us on Facebook. We're gonna stream some stuff. Have a great life, everybody. Peace.